Are affirmations a farce, or do they actually work? On today's episode of the Pep Talk Podcast, we're going to be talking about how affirmations affect the brain and ultimately our lives. We will also talk about a strategy for putting them into practice and even writing your own. And finally, at the end of today's episode, I will introduce to you something that I think will be fun for all of us to do as a community. But first, have you had your dose of pep today? No? Don't worry. I've got you. Now let's dig in. Welcome to the Pep Talk Podcast, where we cheer you on and coach you up. My name is Coach Jay. I am a life coach and published author in DFW. And it's my pleasure to spend the start of this week with you. Consider this your one-on-one coaching session with someone who believes in you and wants to see you at your very best. And if you haven't yet, if you derive some value from this podcast, I would love for you to stop right now and leave a five-star rating and review on the podcast provider of your choice. These ratings And reviews are how the Pep Talk podcast is shown to other listeners in the podcast space, and it allows them to access the pep and encouragement that you get every week. And if you are a return listener, I'm so glad to have you here continuing this journey with us. If it's your first time, welcome to the Pep Squad. Glad to have you. Now, I've been excited to do this episode since the idea first hit me around the end of last season. Affirmations are a hot-button issue. Some people think that they are new-agey and false. Others swear by them. Here's what I know from my own life. Affirmations can work. Notice I said can, not will. Whether they will or not is left completely up to you, and we're going to talk more about that in a bit. But first, I want to start with the story to kind of bring this home to you. I can remember a time in my life where I believed very negatively about myself. I had just quit a job to go back to school to become a teacher, and the money that I was bringing into our home was peanuts compared with what I had been making in my previous employment. I was working at Walgreens and felt embarrassment as a man for not being able to do better for my family. Now, there's nothing wrong with working at Walgreens, and I enjoyed my time there, Uh, But my issue was with me and how I saw myself and the situation. I fell into a depression that was really hard on my family, honestly, and to myself. And this was one of the first times that I tried using affirmations to lift my mood. I'd heard of them a bunch, but figured that they were just a bunch of malarkey uh, and really just BS, if I'm honest with you. But for where I was and for how I felt about myself... I figured that it really couldn't hurt. And so on a sheet of paper, I wrote a simple sentence. I use my words to speak positivity about myself and my future. That was my key problem. I was speaking about myself in very unflattering ways, and I'd even begun to let that leak into where I thought I was heading. I took that slip of paper with me everywhere. I kept it folded in my wallet, and I would pull it out and repeat it to myself, Um, man, three, sometimes five times per day. 
And I would say those words out loud and just keep them in a running loop in my head. Over time, I started to notice that my thoughts were being kinder, they were shifting, and that I was more hopeful about the future. Church also helped me because y'all know that my faith is huge to me. So did the patience of my wife. And combined, all of those things together helped me to get better. And I believe that, yes, the affirmations played a big role in that. A decade later, I still believe this, and I can rely on neuroscience to support my assertion. A 2023 article on mentalhelp.net entitled The Science of Affirmations, The Brain's Response to Positive Thinking uh, by authors Lisa Kousis and Brindusa Vanta, MD. Hope I said that right. Uh, they write about how using affirmations as empowering self-talk has been researched by scientists who are overall aligned that there are benefits to the practice. They go on to write that replacing negative thought patterns with positive ones can have a positive impact on the brain and body. What I know and what other researchers and mental health professionals have touted is that affirmations, when repeated and intentional, that's important, can affect almost every area of an individual's life. They can also help the brain form new neural pathways, which make it easier for the brain to rely on these new models of thinking, processing, and filtering. A couple of episodes away, we talked about mental models, and affirmations play a key role in how these models uh, help you in your thinking and living. So go back and listen to, I think it was episode three, uh, if you want to know more about these different mental models. Uh, Self-affirmation theory. I want to talk a little bit about that real quick. Self-affirmation theory says that people are genetically wired to see themselves as competent and noble. Raise your hand out there if you think that you are competent and noble. I do. What about you? I'll wait. Not really, but you get the idea. So the theory goes on to say that when these beliefs are challenged, it deeply impacts our formation and the continuance of our primary identity, which can cause low self-esteem and a reduced sense of overall efficiency and competency. See, that was me. Having beat myself continually over the head with negative messaging, my self-esteem was trash. Yo, it was in the absolute gutter. But this theory also goes on to say that over a long period of time, affirmations have been shown to create a positive feedback loop which increases how we see ourselves in the world. I, gave, I give you all of this to show you that affirmations, they work. They absolutely do. Furthermore, as they cause us to think differently about ourselves and to believe differently, they should cause us to take bold actions. And the action is a very important piece of this affirmation puzzle. Because in order for an affirmation to work, action has to back it up. Affirmations are step one, yes, but they're not the totality of the steps. Without actions to back up the words, we're just calling out words into, into the air. You have to have action to back it up. As a matter of fact, uh, confidence is based on action. It's based on uh, a continuance of action that speaks to us and tells us that we have a track record of keeping our word. 
We have to keep our word to ourselves. Affirmation gives us a basis for the action, but it is the action that builds the confidence to help us continue acting in accordance to what the affirmation is that we're touting. That's important. Now, at this point, if you need me to line out the benefits of affirmations, I will do that for you because, hey, I got you. I've already said that. I got you. So, number one, affirmations can reduce negative thoughts. By practicing positive affirmations, you become more in tune with what you're thinking and feeling. It helps you to take negative thoughts and untrue thoughts captive. It causes you to think about what's going through your head at any given time and to pull out those things, to isolate those negative thoughts that aren't helping you, to take them captive and to bring some truth where those negative thoughts used to be. Number two, uh, affirmations are, are known to cause increased happiness. By practicing negative affirmations, by practicing positive, sorry, <laughs> affirmations, you become more aware of things that impair your overall sense of happiness. Number three, affirmations can cause increased gratitude or gratefulness. You all know that I think gratitude is the secret sauce. To life, gratitude and attitude of gratitude is the secret sauce. Positive affirmations can help you become more aware of things happening around you every day that are just gratitude worthy. Like when's the last time you looked seriously and intentionally around you and noticed all of the things that you have to be grateful for? And number four, affirmations can cause reinforced positive thinking. They give you a more hopeful outlook. That's simple, right? Now, how do we create effective affirmations? I have some general guidelines for you. Uh, but first, you need to have some clarity on where your goals are and what you want to accomplish. And for that, I would encourage anyone to practice making SMART goals. These are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Now, you can go do more research on those on your own. I don't want to get too far off into the weeds on this, okay? But following this pattern will help you to avoid making affirmations that are like, I will be the biggest star in the world. Immediately, if you're afraid of even speaking to people currently. I mean, you can get there, and I'm not poo-pooing that affirmation if that's what you want to make. However, it's so big and so general that it would be better for you to parse out your affirmation into steps that will help you get there and lessen the chance of frustrations that will stop you from continuing on your pathway. Here's what I recommend, okay? Here's what I recommend. This is from Coach J. First, start with I am. That makes it personal and powerful. When you say I am, it creates a sense of order in your mind, okay? And second, we're going to write in the present tense. This creates the environment that you're currently and genuinely in this state. Third, write about something that you want to change. List things you want to work on, like I am a confident public speaker or I am a physically active person. Fourth, Try to keep them relatively short and simple, but also specific. 
Make it natural so that you can easily visualize the results. Say, I am eating healthy food rather than I generally pick healthy food over shoddy junk food so I can better my physical well-being. Honestly, ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, not me, not you. We want to keep them specific. Uh, we want to say what we need to say in a simple, in a simple fashion. Number five, make them realistic. Be practical. Okay, instead of I am seven feet tall and you're only five foot three, say I am just the right height to reach my full potential. Okay, that creates a sense of satisfaction with where you are. And it also removes an obstacle that my height is keeping me from being all that I am supposed to be. And then number six, associate some type of feeling with it. And I think that this one is really important. Science shows that emotion makes things more real for humans. Thus, when we attach emotions when we're visualizing something or using an affirmation, it becomes more real for us and we want to see it happen. Your affirmations have to mean something to you, even if they don't make sense to anybody else. And I'd also like to add that if you aren't ready to make changes in your life, no amount of affirming is going to work for you. If you're comfortable where you are and you, if you're comfortable with what you're doing, just continue being comfortable. This is not for you. I'm talking to the person out there who's listening, who knows that there are changes that need to be made, changes that have to be made and you're looking for some help getting on that pathway to change. For you, my valued member of the pep squad, I have an invitation. So in the opening segment, I said that I had something special to bring to your attention. I would like to invite you to participate in a 30-day affirmation challenge that I will be conducting in my Facebook group the Pep Talk Podcast community. If you haven't joined, the link is in the show notes. I would love to have you there. But here's how this is going to work. I have created a resource with 30 days of affirmations for you to use, ones that I currently use and some that I have used in the past. Every day in the group, I'm going to go live and lead us through the morning affirmation. I'll say it out loud. And if I have any thoughts around it, I'll also get to those, but these will, will be brief, y'all. No more than three to five minutes, okay? I don't want these to be long, okay? Just enough to get our day started. From there, I will invite you to do the following. Commit to saying your affirmation out loud between three to five times over the course of the day, and then take time at the end of each cycle, which will be five days, I'm going to sit for five days, to reflect on your experience with that affirmation. Okay, how what shifts have you seen in your life as a result of this affirmation? How has your thought patterns changed, your emotions? Um, how do you feel as a result? Have you noticed any changes? And then at the end of the 30 days, I would love to debrief with you on the overall experience. If you don't want to use the affirmations on the, re on the resource, don't, don't worry. It's okay. You can definitely write your own. And if you would like to post the affirmations that you're using, please do so. If you want to post a video of you saying your affirmations for accountability, please do so. I'd love to see it. Okay. Uh, if you have thoughts about the affirmation, how they fit into your life, please do so. 
I just want you there as a part of a community and you're not bound by the six overall affirmations that have been produced. So if you'd like to join the 30-Day Affirmation Challenge, the link to the Facebook group will be posted in the show notes and I will actually be the, uh, be posting the first video this morning and we will continue there for the next 30 days. Now, if you're listening to this episode uh, later in the week, we will have started this on Monday, the day that this episode dropped. So it's there for you. Please pick up and join wherever we are. I don't think you have to join at the very beginning unless you want to. I'm going to leave that completely up to you. But I hope to see you there. Now, as we close out this episode, I've told you what up, uh, affirmations are. I've presented some research as to how they have a positive effect on the brain and given you some steps toward writing your own effective affirmations. I hope that you're able to use this information to level up to your level up your thinking and level up your living. That's important to me. We what do we do here? We cheer you on and we coach you up, right? All right. And as always, please reach out to us with uh, on any one of our socials, okay? Those are also in the show notes. I love hearing from listeners and look forward to knowing this community better uh, and building it with you. We can bring the pep together, and that's what I'm deputizing you with. Also, if you're listening on our YouTube channel, subscribe, hit the bell to receive the notifications. I want, I want you to know when we're posting content throughout the week. That's important to us. And it's also important to us that you tell other people uh, about our videos, like, subscribe, leave comments, let us know that you were there, okay? Uh, we're really trying to build this community and we want to use YouTube as an important part of this. If you're listening on uh, on audio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Prime Video, Google Podcasts, yo, leave a rating, leave a review, leave a comment. We want to hear from you. All right, it's been my pleasure to be here with you today and I pray that your week is filled with all the love that your heart can stand. Uh, victories to celebrate, much to be grateful for, and a community, a community of people to experience all of this with. As always, Pep Squad, keep it love, keep it light, and keep it proper. <laughs> I'll see you in the Facebook group for day one of our 30-day affirmation challenge, and I'll see you next week for episode seven of the Pep Talk podcast. Y'all be blessed out there. I love you, and have a great week. Deuces.